Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. What color hair does Nelson Raposo have? Light brown. It's thinning. He always wears a funny little hat. Okay. So you're positive this is the guy. I am. Okay, let's bring the defendant in. Ooh, I can't wait. This is the plaintiff, Donna Collado. She says she hired the defendant to build her a patio, and he did a great job. Over the winter, the steps began to crack, so she called him to complain. He acted like he didn't even know her, denied doing her job, and refuses to make the repairs. She had to hire someone else to correct his mistakes. She paid him $2,000 and is suing for just that today. Raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see, they come to order, please. The living has been sworn. Thank you, Ms. Collado. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Okay. So we're gonna do things a little bit differently in this case, uh, as you can probably see, that there's no one standing at the defendant's table just now. The reason for that is because, as you know, the defendant's defense is that you've got the wrong guy. So I intend to ask you some questions about what happened and, and have you describe that person. Because, and it wouldn't be fair to him to be standing here while you're describing him. All you got to do is look to the left, right? So I asked for him to stay outside. He's watching through closed circuit right now. So what happened here? I hired Nelson Raposa to do a patio for me in August, the beginning of August. And he started it. It was supposed to take three to five days, weather permitting. It ended up taking almost a month, the end of August, it was finished. And then in February- Now you were first happy with it, right? Like I was happy with it, yeah. What happened in February? Um, well, with all the snow, I was shoveling the back patio and I noticed against the house, the ledge that was built was just crumbling and disintegrating do all the way down. you have pictures of it? Did you send I us do. pictures? All right, let's see the pictures. Okay, here's the before patio. Is this before what? That's what it looked like before he started it. Before he started? That's finished. And who is that up there? That's Nelson Raposa. Okay. How tall is he? Maybe 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, A little taller than me. Where's he from? Do you know? I believe Taunton. Okay. Who's that? That's who he says is not him. 
when I was in contact with him on the phone, he texted me that was supposed to be a picture of himself. Okay, so hold on. You had a number for Nelson, what's the name? Reposo. Nelson Reposo. I have two different numbers for him. And no, then but I hold on, slow down. You had an original number and just one number. Yes. And then what happened? You couldn't reach him at that number anymore? Um, I did reach him at that number, but somehow I got, he called me on another number um, at home and the caller ID said Wendy Reposa, which is his wife. I did a little investigating okay. and it's his wife. Okay. So I noticed, you know, the number, I used that number from then on and I recognized his voice and he still swore it wasn't him. Okay. What color hair does Nelson Raposo have? Light brown. It's thinning. He always wears a funny little hat. Okay. So you're positive this is the guy. I am. Okay, let's bring the defendant in. Ooh, I can't wait. Hi. How are you? Good. Swear him in. Yes, yeah, swear him in. Raise your right hand for me, please. You solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Yes. So up you got. Oh, yours, John. What'd you say? I didn't hear you. <laughs> Not him. Right. Mr. Raposo, who are you? Nelson Another Raposo. Nelson Raposo. Correct. When was the first time you heard from the plaintiff? Uh, first time she called me, I guess it was 9-11 in the morning, 7.30 in the morning, 8 o'clock the most. And? She, she kept calling me so much times that when I told her, it wasn't me. And I even told her, so I mean, she kept arresting me and calling me and texting me and calling okay, me. Okay, where do you live? I live in Providence, Rhode Island. And where does the person who did your, your job is from another Totten. place? Okay, so how did she get your number? She claims that the number she called was the second number, Wendy's number. You claim it's Wendy's number. Is there a Wendy in your life? No. Can I see your license? Sure. Thank you, sir. Thank you. That's his name. He's exactly who he says he is. East Taunton? No. That's crazy. It is. Well, crazy. it's not. It's crazy only if you went to a, if you're mistaken. I'd like to think you're mistaken and not lying. If you just went online and tried to find a contractor who was named Nelson Raposo and then picked the wrong Nelson Raposo, it's awful. Your testimony under oath is, oh, no, judge, the number I talked to that guy on was my Nelson's wife's because he called me. You have like a very, you know, solid explanation for that. So the only way that you could be right is if the real Nelson Raposo sent in a fake to come in today to say, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, except for that this guy's name is Nelson Raposo and he lives in Rhode Island. And that's who you picked. So I don't think you called Wendy's number. I think you picked the number out of a hat. I think you found a Nelson Raposo online, picked the number and started calling this one. And you told her she was wrong. What, is she, what do you do for a living? I'm a, I'm a contractor, I'm a painter. Do you do masonry work? No, I don't. Have you ever done masonry work? I did, but not patios. Have you ever done a patio like hers? No, sir. Okay, so you told her that, and what did she say or do? She said I'm a liar <laughs> so many times in other names I'm not even <laughs> gonna say here. Um, I went through a lot of stuff with her. I even took a picture of myself in the morning, less than eight o'clock in the morning, and sent it to her, this is me. 
I sent it to her and she still didn't believe me. She, she called me that a thief. Maybe the, her Nelson Rapato had gotten, hey, wake up, take a picture of yourself. To <laughs> and I asked her, Your Honor, I asked, I asked her, do you have a picture of the guy who did? She sent me that picture and more. Yeah, that's Which is that's, I have here. Yeah. And I look at the picture, I was like, wow, this guy is like, he doesn't look like me at all. No, how tall are you? I'm 6'3. Right. This and is what I told her. And she told me my husband is 6'3. What does that have to do with anything? That's what I told. I say, my husband is 6'3. You a thief? Ms. You Collado, a liar. If the guy's telling you, if I mean, don't you want to sue the right guy? I do. And I actually, when I went to the courthouse, I looked up, well, I knew his wife's name was Wendy Raposa, and I saw the picture of him. So I went down to the Registry of Deeds, and the house is where they live. Did you serve this I, person at that house? I thought the court took care of that. I put the address that I have on the paperwork for the small claims case, and I just thought they would serve him at that address. That's what I thought. Well, then how on earth could we contact you? I don't know. Well, <laughs> so, I, don't know. I, I don't understand. <laughs> because one of her friends on Facebook did a research on me. Of course that's how it happened. And I know it, that's how, that's the only way to get the wrong guy. <laughs> and I know that you're suing the wrong guy because I, I know he's really him. <laughs> so now he's got a kind of claim against you for $5,000 for harassment. Welcome back to the People's Court, Harvey Levin here. Can you get sued for defamation for putting an untruthful review on Yelp? No, it's an opinion. So how would anybody be able to prove whether you actually did it or not? But what if it's untruthful? What if you say something that's not opinion, but untruthful? Yeah, that sounds completely false. You should definitely be able to get sued for that. You should. Yes. Uh, what I think so. I think so. You know what? It teaches other people not to do it. And people go to Yelp to get good reviews and to see who's good and who's not. So, you know. Fair enough. Be truthful. Fair enough. Going inside the courtroom. So were you laughing when she called you? Like, did you? Actually, I told it was a joke. How many times did she call you? I can call them. No, so many. I need I, you to I, count them. Probably 20, 30 times on those days. That and many? And text messages too. During the court, how many times did she call you? 20 to 30 times? At least. During the course of how long? Uh, because she didn't call me no more because I block her. Then, yeah, you should have done that on the second call. I, I mean, know because this was, I told it was a joke. And then she said, after I block her, she sent me a friend on Facebook and then the messages for me to be friend of her. That's when I knew who she was because I click in a picture, I stroll it down and I see all the comments <laughs> from people saying she should have, uh, contact BBB, better business, Barry. Uh, somebody Euro. says, Bear, yeah, sorry. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, somebody says you should show up in his house. And he has this specific guy or a woman says like this. This is how she get me. He lives in Providence. She says, I just send you your address, his address, his name and his phone number where he lives. How do you know all that? Because it was on her Facebook, on her on public her page? On her Facebook, yes, Your Honor. Did that happen? I did I did a did, friend of yours from I Providence say, here's the that, guy? Gave me the Providence address, but when I did the investigating, I found out I'm he lived in sorry, East I'm sorry, except for that you're a liar then, because you told me that the number that he possesses is a number that called your house when you spoke to the right Nelson Rapazzo, and that's not true. You just told me now that it's exactly like he said. You just did an internet search, or your friend did, your friend gave you a number, and you decided to sue the person in Providence. That's what you did. But I didn't sue the person in Providence. Well, I did you the one did. In, in you Tartan. did. Yes, you did. You're lying about how you got this guy's phone number. Do you know the person who gave her your name? No. 
Not at all. Did they also give your phone number? Mm-hmm. And they create a Yap page too, against me, Nelson Raposa, talking bad things about me, I'm a thief, <laughs> everything. That you're a thief? Yeah, I'm only see. in America. <laughs> you put a Yelp review on this guy? Of Nelson Raposa? How That's long ago did you do that? that yeah, but you had the wrong guy. You just basically took the word of some friend of yours and said, hey, I found some guy in Providence. And you're like, woohoo! The phone number that you got is for the wrong guy. And if you don't realize that by now, there's no hope for you. I think you should realize that by now. Oh, well, I know that's not the right, right guy. You have dragged a guy into court. You have called him 20, 30 times. You have trashed his business on Yelp, and it's the wrong guy, right? So now he wants $5,000. <laughs> He's counterclaiming against you. You have a court date in Taunton, don't you? Yes. Do not dismiss that court date. Go to Taunton okay. and you're gonna see your Nelson Rapato. <laughs> I hope so. I hope because so. Because between the time you filed the case and now he has probably been served. If you have not dismissed that case because you came to the people's court. I haven't dismissed you it. You haven't. Do not. And you can have your party with the right Nelson. Now what do I do with this Nelson? <laughs> who has come all the way down from Providence to face the music because you claim that you had for sure the right number and we know you didn't, that you got that number through some generic way. Somebody goes, hey, sue this guy. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> I mean, how long ago did you put that Yelp review? August, maybe. Okay, I am ordering you to write a Yelp review saying you had the wrong guy. Or do you want her just to take it down? What do you want? I wanted to take him down. Take it down. I'm ordering you to take it down. In fact, you're gonna take it down before you leave my courthouse. That's okay. how much I want you to take it down. All right? So you're gonna take it down. Now, what do I do about the fact that this guy has traveled all the way over here, has listened to your phone calls, got, ended up getting sued? What do I do about that? Just want the right thing, that's all. Yeah, well, it's not worth $5,000. <laughs> I mean. $5,000 to have this story. <laughs> I'm ordering you to pay the man. You do have to be careful about stuff like this. You know, this causes people angst. Getting sued causes people angst. You have to sue the right guy. Now, in fairness to her, her the address that she put on was not the address that the friend gave from Providence. No. Yeah, and so she didn't pick that address to sue you at. She picked the other address. She thought she had the right guy. You know that, mm -hmm. right? She thought that the right guy was a snake um, pretending to be the wrong guy. You understand what I'm saying? All right, I'm going to order the um, plaintiff to pay the, f the defendant $500 for his troubles. I think Thank that's you, fair. Honor. Good luck, folks. Well, in what I believe may be a first here in the people's court, the plaintiff has sued the wrong person and got him into court. What do you, but how do you feel about this? I don't know how the address and the phone number got mixed up, but this isn't him, and he was from Taunton, so I don't no, know. No, he's not from Taunton. No, not him, but the one that but did you my were, patio. you were bugging him on the phone. You... I called him a few times, not yeah. 20 or 30, but definitely called him. He sounded familiar to me. Do you feel sorry for him? I do a little bit. Maybe I'll yeah. apologize. Apologies. Is that how you do it? Apologies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, got another court case coming yes. up. Yes. Good luck to you that time. Thank you. Make sure you got the right guy. Yes. Okay. Very good. Thank you, ma'am. Will the real Nelson Raposo step out here? He just did. He just did. How are you? Good, and you? You've, <laughs> this, what an experience, huh? 
Yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> I mean, kind of crazy to get sued, and you know you're you're not the guy. Of course not. It's not good being sued, so, like being somebody else. Do you think it hurt your business at all, or you don't know? I don't know. That's that's a big mark question right now. Okay. Well, you made it to the people's court. Congratulations. Yes, Thank you so much, sir. <laughs> and congratulations for winning. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay, very good. <laughs> Harvey? Doug, she did go back to court. The real Raposo showed up, and she won her case. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff. Shane Dye. He says he moved out of the defendant's house where he was renting a room, caused absolutely no damage, but can't get the guy to return a security deposit. When he asked the defendant why he was refusing to return it, the snake told him he let the dog out of the house. Huh? Nothing happened to the dog, and he doesn't believe that's grounds for keeping his 600 bucks. That's why he's suing. This is the defendant, Peter Adams. He says the plaintiff was getting a lot of complaints from the other tenants. He cooked late in the kitchen, spoke very loudly on the phone at 1 a.m., and he asked him to move out because he was nothing but trouble. He also let his dog out, even though a 400-pound bear was at the house the day before, eating sunflower seeds out of his bird feeder. Oh, him. No way. He's accused of stiffing a guy. All parties, please use your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff rented a room from the defendant. The defendant will not return the plaintiff's security because he let the dogs out. The defendant says the plaintiff was a loud talker and cooked really late, not to mention the dogs. It's the case of you let the dogs out. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, in. Mr. Adams. Yes. Um, you have a three-bedroom house, correct? And you rent out rooms? Yes. All right. One of the rooms you rented out was to Mr. Dye. How yes. long were you living there? Uh, I have been in the, living there for about uh, six six months. It was a month to month. No, actually, we uh, signed the lease. For how long? For six months. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So then, when your lease was over, were you planning on staying there? Uh, no. Okay. Did he had he asked you to stay there, or did you want to stay there, or did he ask you to just move on? Uh, actually, I told him I'm going to move out. I'm going to find another place. And, okay, uh, so and your version of this is different. According to you, you told him you can't renew, you need to leave? Yeah. yeah. He, he, was, he was arrogant, he was loud. Uh, he'd close cabinet doors and slam things. He was a slammer. He just he probably wasn't even aware of how loud he was. Okay. And it wasn't so working with the two other guys. He decides he's leaving. That's fine with you. We agree on that, yeah. Okay, everybody agrees. So, that, so uh, it's your last month there. Then 
You asked for your security deposit when? Uh, early May. And then when did you realize message. he had no plans to return your security deposit? Uh, just the, the incidents, and then he claimed his dog went out, and then uh, it was my fault, and then so that's why he decided. When did he tell you that? One, one week before I moved out. Okay, so a week before you move out, he tells you you're not getting your security deposit back. Why? Well, I mean, there's other issues. Of, uh, there, he, had an he had an electric heater in his room. In his lease on pay, uh, number six, it says no electric heaters. Okay, may I see the lease? Sure. Did you have an electric heater in your room? I just used actually one day. And because that particular day, was uh, the temperature was uh, really, really cold. Okay. There are no electric heaters allowed in any rooms. Okay. And according to you, how long did he have an electric heater? Uh, probably about th at least three months. Are you guessing? How long, how many times did you see an electric heater is what well, I'm Well, I, I don't have a tendency to go in their room in general, but then when the electric bill kept going up. Um, uh, do you have the bill so I can see the systematic rise? Sure. Okay. My highest bills usually were about one. Here's what I want. I want to see your bills from last year before he was there so I can compare them to your bills from this year. Is that I what have you a have? Few, I have a that's few months exactly. before he was there. Well, no, that's when it's warmer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's not a, how yeah, this works. Warm. Yeah, because that's particular This works situation. like comparing him being there with somebody else being there. That's how you show me that there was an inordinate rise in your electric bill. Of course, yeah. your electric bill is going to rise uh, in the winter. This is winter. what I have. So. Okay, well, then the, you can the, give it back. The months are on to see it. That's fine. The months right, are on Now, there was a, a the but real issue and the thing that really made you angry is that there was an incident towards the end right. where, according to you, he walks out and let your dog out and didn't get your dog back in. Your dog doesn't go out normally, like that's not, your dog doesn't. Well, he doesn't go out if we're not home. Uh, he, he let the dog out, it's all on video. No, okay. I see his dog actually often out, out of the house and without a lash, so this is often, always happened. This is okay, not, but is he no. with the dog when the dog's off leash and out of the house? I'm on two no. acres, ma'am. Did sure, you? Yeah. Okay, so that's a yes. And then, but my question to you is, did you one day in late May, was it? What day was it? May 17th. On May 17th, did you open the door and accidentally let the dog out? I don't even know. Actually, I was moving out. The, I didn't even see the dog coming out. So okay. When he All was right, in, there are nine videos. One, two, three, four, five, There's a bear six, video seven, of the eight, bear nine, three ten. days before he let my dog out. Oh, I want to see the bear video because yeah. I, I just want to see the bear video. This wow. is three days before he left the dog out, and he was there when the bear was there trying to get in sunflower seeds. I didn't see the bear at all. Okay, so, everybody okay. calm down. That, I didn't ask who saw the bear. Now there's a series of videos, but I don't know what order they're exactly, supposed yes. to prove something. Well, the first one I sent, you see that you'll see the dog come out in the left-hand corner. See, Noah just came out okay, to the left-hand. Okay, I see left the dog. Yeah. He just left. The, he just right. came out. Who left the door I don't open? Know. Yeah. Well, he's still so just a second. Just a second. So if this plaintiff lets the dogs out, can the landlord withhold security? No, unless actual damage has been done to the property or they violate the lease terms itself, no. That's pretty compelling. What do you say? I agree with them. The landlord can't withhold that security. Dogs got to go and a dog's got to go. Well, it wasn't, it was, it, no, no, it wasn't the dog's got to go. He let it out and shouldn't let it out. If it's in the contract and he violated the contract, the landlord should be able to do what he wants. Okay, we'll find out going inside the courtroom. Shang is still in the house at this point. I'm yeah. gonna, am I going to see him? Is that him? Yeah. So now, he, now he's looking for the dog. He stopped because he's looking for the dog. And he does that two or three more times. He's standing there looking for the dog. Is there anyone else in the house? Dog. Now he doesn't know what is to do. Is there anyone else in the house? 
uh, one of my renters was upstairs, which I have a video of Mark giving a, de a deposition or a statement for, for you to listen to. So he's still hanging out there because now he knows the dog somewhere. What are you, you're, you don't want to return a security deposit because you accidentally let your dog out? No, I was at work. Right. And then, and again, just by luck, I was playing this and I saw this happen. So I had to leave work to come home to let my dog back in. He could have called us. Why didn't you call, just call the neighbor who was upstairs and tell him, can you let the no, dog back? In? Because initially I didn't know Mark was home. I didn't know Mark was home at that time. So I rushed home in order to let Noah How back in. How far do you live from work? Uh, 26 miles. Where do you work? Country club. And uh, what do you do for them? Uh, I'm a ca caddy. I caddy in the mornings. So you rushed home from work, and according to you, you didn't go back to work? No, because of the loops that we take are all morning loops. You've got to be out by 11 o'clock at the latest. There aren't any loops after that. Do you have any proof from the country club that you... Uh... I have a video of my boss on, on here. He and I are talking at the golf course. This one? Yep. Hi, this is Peter Adams. I'm with my boss, Jimmy, and on 517... When I had to leave early, Jimmy is going to confirm that I make between $200 and $240 for a loop, which is carrying two bags. I left at about 10 o'clock in the morning because I had to go home because of Shane leaving my dog out. Jimmy's here just to confirm that I work and that that is the rate that I would normally make. Yes, How did you know your dog was that out? That information is accurate. You're at the golf course and you have to leave the golf caddy, course. How do you know that you have to leave the golf course? But the, my video surveillance is on my phone. I could, what do you do? You're like about to do a loop and you're re looking at video surveillance to see if something bad happens? Just by luck, ma'am. Just by luck. I just don't understand why you don't just text him and the other people who live there and say, is anybody home? I think the dog is out. Ma'am, I didn't know they were home. Well, why don't you find out by because texting them and asking, working. is anybody home? Because including they, the guy who you, according to you, you saw just as it was happening. You know, text him and say, you need to go back to the house. You let the dog out or anything like that. Do either of you have the text between you two on your phones? Yes, I do. Okay. At this time, I, no, I mean... Okay, yeah. they'll be in there. You said that there was a video. That, this one is a video of one that's of the other Mark, renters. Matt, that's Mark. Hey, yeah. stay where you are? Yeah, okay. starting from, yeah. That's all right. Yes, hi. My name is Mark Edwards. I've lived in Peter's house for approximately a year. Noah's a friendly dog, and Noah is not the kind of dog that I've noticed would ever just run around the yard freely. Well... In that video, well, he's the running around the yard freely, yes. so that's <laughs> ironic. Uh, Shane was very, very um, arrogant in a lot of ways. He slammed things everywhere. He stood up. He stayed up until one, two o'clock in the morning, and often that kept all attendance up. Also, I saw him that day. I heard him that day when he um, left the back kitchen door once because he always slammed it when he left. He went out to his car. He came back in because the door opened again, but it didn't slam, which means he left, he left the door open in, in, in the kitchen. And that was all I know, what I remember seeing. Well, if you saw that, why didn't you go find the dog? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> all, all, all we know is that as far as the video surveillance is concerned, if- You know if, what the only thing I know is? That your dog is the cutest thing on the planet. <laughs> Thanks. Did you ever send a written notice of your intent to keep the deposit and why? Yeah. May I see it? Sure. So you sent him an email on the 30th. These are the fees you are being charged that are all legit. $25 late fee for April, $68 for the use of the electric heater not allowed in the lease, and $210 in lost wages. I'll expect 
That totals to $303. I'll expect your $3 to be in my account by July 9th. <laughs> For all we know, you did it on purpose. You don't really think that. You know he didn't do it on purpose. Uh, I don't know that, ma'am. I don't know that. Uh, according to you, you're telling me to look how he's looking around for the dog. Which is it? And what is your response to that? Because um, you, you do kind of linger at the door, and it's kind of like you're looking for something. Um, it's kind of, it makes it slightly more difficult to believe that you didn't realize that you let the dog out. I just check uh, the, the surroundings and the anything like, uh, because actually he mentioned that like uh, that there's some bear in the, in the surrounding area before, right? So <laughs> just to, to be the safety, right? <laughs> the thing is, um, you're suing for $600 because Connecticut law holds that a landlord has to return the security deposit and send written notice of why he is keeping the money or it becomes double if he violates any of that. But he says he emailed you on the 30th of June. Did you, you got the email, right? 30th of June, yes. Yeah, and um, that's, that, is with, that is within the 30 days of notifying you. So I find that the email suffices as written notice. Um, uh, as for the dog issue, um, I, you know, assuming for a moment, there are two things I have to assume. Number one, that he opened the door and let the, who let the dogs out, and he let the dogs out. I'm kind of... He left the I'm, door yeah, open. Yeah, I'm agreeing yeah, with you on that. I think that's open. what happened. I think that the videos do show that's what happened. Why wouldn't um, he but call I'm me sorry, to let me I'm know sorry. That. Stop talking over me. Sorry. I think the videos do show what, what, that that's what happened. But there are a couple of things that concern me. Number one, you're telling me, and he owes me 220 because of that, because I had to go home. You're telling me that, but your only proof of that doesn't come from your employer saying that you left and did not come back. Your only proof of that comes from a guy in a baseball hat and in a video saying what you want him to say. That's not the same as bringing me proof from an employer, which is what people do when they have lost wages cases. When you have a lost wage case, you got to prove that. But that's one. But two, and slightly more esoteric, is the following. The fact that you leave home and leave work when there's someone there um, who you don't text or call to say, hey, you know, I just saw my dog is out. Can you make sure the dog gets back in? That is a choice that you might make. Is that compensable? Is that a, 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 a is that something that is a reasonably foreseeable renter's expense? I'm not sure. I don't have to get to it um, because you didn't bring me real proof of lost wages. But you know, it's kind of questionable, especially when there's another renter there who claims to have seen the whole thing, and you could just call him and tell him let the dog back. He normally back in. would have been at work, ma'am. He was just there just by luck. Except he, for that, it we know he's there, and made. you could text him because you text him. So why don't you just text the other guy? Um, I didn't know he was there when Shane was home. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But why don't you find out if any of your other roommates are Because there? they normally would be working. That, that's why I wouldn't even consider okay. calling them. And then how do I know that you didn't drive home, let the dog back in, and drive back, back to work and not miss out? And you're just angry. Because the loops are How do I know on. that? The, yeah. yeah. I find in favor of the plaintiff in this case because I find that you have not sustained your burden. To be able to deduct anything, the landlord has to sustain their burden of proof. Okay, that by a preponderance of the evidence, it is more likely than not that things happen their way. So I am uh, I do not find that you've proven a right to deduct from it, but I'm not going to order you to pay him double. I am ordering you to pay him the three hundred dollars verdict for the plaintiff. Good luck, folks. So the defendant is ordered to give back the three hundred dollars he originally got as security. What what happened that that day? 
I had to come back home to let the dog. Where back was in. the dog? Did he run away? He was in my yard, run walking. So he run, didn't. He didn't run away. No, but it's two acres. It's a lot of property. I the understand, point is, but you left us hanging. This gentleman should have. He should have called us to let us know the dog was out. Are you sure he knew the dog was out? Oh yeah, he know he knew it was out. Okay. It's all on video. Okay, thank, thank you. you very much. All right, Mr. Dye, you're only going to get three hundred, but that's what what mm -hmm. you the original security. You okay with that? Did you know the dog was out? By the way, he I says was you not did. sure. I was uh, I was uh, uh, taking out my stuff and then you, were, the you weren't sure. Then. I was not sure. Yes. Yeah, uh -huh. that's what I thought. Okay. Well, you get your money back. All right. Okay. Thank mm -hmm. you very much. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you, Harvey. So, Doug, the landlord can withhold security for two reasons and two reasons only. Damage to the unit and back rent. That's it. Now, we'll do it for this case, litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the plaintiff, Alicia Constantino. She says the defendant's two vicious dogs pulled her to the ground in order to get to her dog and they attacked her dog was badly bitten, and she was also bitten. The defendant hasn't paid her anything towards her medical bill and vet bills. He's not a very nice neighbor, so she's not going to be very nice today in this courtroom because she wants her $2,610.80, just what she's suing for. This is the defendant, Matthew Aaronholtz. He says the plaintiff's dog is the vicious dog who has bitten before, and she has some nerves suing him when his dogs were on their leashes and hers wasn't. Her dog attacked his dogs. His dogs defended themselves, and he was injured as well in the melee. He's accused of failing to control his canines. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $2,500 for wasted time and aggravation and pain and suffering for his injuries. All parties, please raise your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the dog. The plaintiff says the defendant's two vicious dogs pulled her to the ground as they tried to get at her dog. She says that she and her dog were bitten, but the defendant says the plaintiff's dog is the vicious one. It's the case of doggy dog world. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Ms. Constantino, you are suing your neighbor, Mr. Aaron Holtz, for $2,610.80 in vet bills and lost wages because, yes, according sir. to you, his dogs attacked your dog. You have a counterclaim against her because you say it's her fault, not yours, and you suffered pain, suffering, and aggravation. Okay. Talk to me. You first, Ms. Constantino. What happened? Um, I was returning home. I had uh, laundry. Um, we live in a secure building, but unfortunately, it's a five-unit building, and one of our neighbors had propped open the door. What door? The outside door that's usually secure. Okay. Um, I opened my apartment door. Um, my dog ran out the door. He just scooted out the door, down to the bottom of the stairs. Um, Mr. Aaronholtz was walking his two dogs in the, our yard. It's a community yard. His dogs were on a leash. Mine was not. Um, but his dogs knocked him to the ground in an effort to get away from him. 
and met my dog at the bottom of the stairs. I was two steps behind my dog. So were they off leash when they attacked your dog? Yes, they were. So he let go of the leash? Uh, yes. I don't know if he let go or they got away from him. It's two very large dogs. Okay. Um, they were at the bottom of the stairs. I immediately got into the middle of it to pry them apart. I was bitten twice. My dog was bitten once. I scooped up my dog. I ran back up the stairs. What, what did, nobody went to see what was, he was horizontal. Right? I, I didn't. Okay. I didn't, no. Okay. Um, I ran back up the stairs. I was concerned about my dog, and I obviously was bitten. Um, I ran up the stairs. My daughter was... Did you say having, anything to him during that time? I was just screaming that the dogs were going to kill him. His dogs are much larger was than Was he mine. saying something? I don't know. Okay, go on. I immediately bundled him and took him to the vet. We came home that night. He came upstairs. He apologized. I'm going to get some money together. I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to help you. Never mentioned that he was injured in any way. Um, so what was wrong with your dog? Um, he had been um, bitten. Um, he's much smaller. He had been bitten across the back. Um, and they, I, I would, they explained to me that they tend to shake when they bite. So they, the muscle had torn away from the bone and they had to repair it. He had to have surgery that night. Um, I had to, they had to hold him overnight. I wasn't able to pick him up until the next morning. Um, I picked him up. He had to have drains put in his back, which had to be cleaned. He had to be kept, you know, Low activity, just, you know. Do you have the vet bills? I do. Did you ever hand them over, please? Did you ever discuss with him and say, I think you should pay these vet bills? Um, I didn't, no. But I did, you know, after he came up and said, you know, he would, I'll, well, I'll you just money borrow. together, this, that. Right. I never received anything. So I reached out to my family lawyer, and my family lawyer had actually sent him a letter. And okay. then he responded to the lawyer and said, well, it's sort of my fault, so I'll give her $1,000. But then he never came to me with anything. All right, let's talk, you and I. What happened? So if two dogs get into it, but one's off leash, is the owner of the one that's off leash automatically responsible? Yes, you're responsible for your dog and its actions. And if you know your dog should be on a leash around other dogs and you let it off its leash and it attacks someone or another dog, you should be held liable for that. Uh, what do you say? I agree. But it also depends if there's like signs posted that dogs should be on the leash. Fair point. Last word. It also depends on if the dog's previously attacked someone. Because if the dog on the leash has previously attacked someone, then they have a previous history of being vicious. Uh, interesting point. I'm not sure I agree going inside the courtroom. I was out with the uh, dogs in the backyard going to the bathroom after work, you know, on their leashes. The dogs, not you. Both of us. Yeah. All three of us, actually. <laughs> I meant you were... We, I don't use the bathroom in the yard. Okay. And uh, we're outside with the dogs, and uh, her dog escaped, came down... Uh, Barking and attacking them, and they... Okay, hold on one second. Barking and attacking are barking, two different growling, things. Barking, How was the charging. dog attacking? By coming down, barking at them, charging at them. Did, did her dog jump or bite your dogs first? You're not saying that, are you? No, I'm not saying that. All right, that. now, your dog is what kind of dog? He's a rescue. We don't know. Okay, uh, you went like this. How, um, show me again. Last vet checkup, he weighed 32 pounds. He's okay. got this big. He's tall. He's got long okay. legs. And what kind of dogs do you have? I have two German Shepherds, a 10-year-old okay. and a 2-year-old. All right. Now, how did they, did they get loose from you? They, I got dragged to the ground, lost the control. I was going in for hand surgery the next week. What were you going for hand surgery for? Uh, the nerve, nerve damage, carpal. Is carpal that the tumor. hand that you had the, the yeah. lesion? Yeah. The one that you were going to surgery yeah. in the following week? Yeah. And you had two German Shepherds that you're supposed yeah, to keep? Hold no on a second. One... Let me finish my question. Yep, sorry. You had two German Shepherds. And the, the law is that you have to have the dogs under your control, okay? Clearly, she didn't have her dog under her control. 
But her argument is, well, Judge, neither did he. He's walking two German shepherds when he's going to have hand surgery the following week. In the hand, he's going to have the surgery in. And lo and behold, they dragged him. They dragged right away from him and got to my dog. So she's arguing that you also had no control. Right? Yes. All right. So why are you suing for the entire vet bill plus your lost wages if you agree that it's partially your fault? Uh, that's what my lawyer advised me to do. And why have you paid zero if you agree that it is also your fault? Because her uh, lawyer tried to sue me for $5,500 or so, somewhere around there. And when I talked to him, I never heard back from him. So it kind of sullied the agreement of trying to get her money if she wanted to keep going for more money. All right. Um, so what are you counterclaiming for for the $2,500 for pain and suffering, well, time and bruised. aggravation? I bruised up. I went to work. I had to, you know. Did you go to a doctor either? No, I, no I, neither I, one of you went to a doctor. No, I did not. Okay, on your counterclaim against her zero, I don't think that she is responsible for paying you $2,500 in pain and suffering. Um, and on your claim against him, we have to figure out who here is more responsible. Is it the man who at least had his dogs on a leash uh, or is it the lady who lets the dog out? Is it, the man, is it the lady who accidentally lets a dog out, or the guy who deliberately has two German shepherds on a leash that he can't possibly control if something happens? Um, you know, it's uh, an interesting question. You uh, had made a comment in your answer to the complaint that that dog was a yappy dog, that that dog- He had... barks constantly. He just, you know, he's got issues. Okay, but has that dog bit another dog or attacked anybody? Um, I've heard from people, that, but you know, I don't know. I have I've no heard proof. Things. I've heard, okay. no, I have you have no any evidence? Proof. No. I have no evidence. Right? I, okay. I do know that if the dog didn't come out, nothing would have happened. That's true. And you know what, what, how else nothing might have happened? If you had control over your dogs, right? Both things are true. Yeah. Um, but yes, I agree with you that it is more her fault than yours, for sure. I am uh, going to find you 75% liable and you 25% liable. I'm ordering you to pay a quarter of the vet bills, which are $577.77. That's my verdict. Thank you. So the plaintiff does prevail, and the defendant is going to have to pay just a quarter of what she was seeking, a little over $500. How do you feel about that? Her dog was off leash. Yep. yep. Caused the yep. problem. But you lost control of yours, too. So. Well... You know what? Uh, if her dog never escaped, nothing would have happened. Well, the judge nothing said that. Would have happened. Judge agreed. That she should have taken everything. the $1,000. She off I offered, and then she sued. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, sir. All right, Ms. Constantino. I, obviously, the, the question to you is, are you sorry you didn't take the $1,000? Uh, no, because I don't believe he would have paid it either way. He had ample notice of what the damages were and never made any attempt to contact me or make good on any of it. So I, I don't believe that his offer was, was genuine anyway. So I believe this probably was the only way I was going to get anything. All right. You'll be more careful next time. Absolutely. With your dog. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you so you. much. All righty. Ivy? So when a dog is off leash, there is automatic liability because if the dog were on a leash, then you could control the dog and there wouldn't be a bite in the first place. But in this case, it made sense for the judge to apportion liability. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.